0: Hey everyone, welcome to the channel, I'm Tetsuo. If you enjoy scary stories, be sure to subscribe to the channel, click on that notification bell and share my videos with family and friends. If you have any topics or ideas you'd like for me to do, place them in the comments below. Or if you have a personal story you'd like to share, don't be shy and send me an email This episode is dedicated to my podcast family. I haven't forgotten about you. From the stats on my podcast, almost 5% of you listeners are from the Philippines. In this episode, the settings of these stories are set in the Philippines and or were sent in from our fellow Filipino Americans themselves. Tagalog is not my native language, so I apologize if I mispronounce some words. Now, without further ado, relax and turn on your nightlights. Please enjoy this episode titled, True Scary Stories from the Philippines. Story 1 This happened back in 2013, when I was in junior college. It was our college organization's annual art camp. For a short description, we're all in the fine arts department, and our department holds this art camp where there are seminars from our professors, mentors, and a bunch of team-building activities. It's usually set in recreational venues. As I've said earlier, I was in junior college, and it was our year as the officers of the said organization. So we were the ones to set the venue, plan the games, the schedule, and such. To give a brief description of the area, it is a rural area around Laguna in the Philippines. It's a huge recreational area, with hanging bridge leading to the fireplace pool area and obstacle courses in the middle of the venue there's a huge open space functional hall where the seminars were held our cabins were hidden by trees located far beyond the hall the first cabin was for the mentors and professors the second cabin was for the girls in my year and co-officers the third cabin was for the sophomores Freshman's and the fourth cabin was for the guys in my year and some freshmen's the last two cabins were occupied by higher year students on The right side of the function hall. There's an outdoor lounge area with life-size chessboard games If you walk straight further, there's an obstacle course area further from it was the pool and the foresty area where the campfire and Hanging Bridge was located. This particular story happened to my classmates. It was already night, around 8 p.m. Our scheduled seminar was already finished and everyone was done with their dinner. Some of the students were chilling in the patio of the cabin. Some are walking around and us, the officers, were busy with planning tomorrow's activities the guys. Let's name them Gab, Wally, Kev, Alan, and Hero. Anyways, the five guys were chatting and chilling inside their cabin when one of them decided to explore around. Hero told them to go and play chess in the board area. They decided to go out, except for one of the guys. Gab approached Frank, a freshman. Dozing on the top bunk, he asked Frank if he wanted to come with them, but Frank was sleepy and he said no to them, turning his back against them. Before leaving, Gab asked Frank if it was alright to borrow his slippers because he had none, and Frank said okay. So the five guys were heading out of the cabin, fooling around and just laughing. They looked around. And saw students slowly heading to each cabins to rest. They were almost a few yards away from the chessboard when Gab noticed that someone was walking parallel to them. The guy was heading to a large, old coconut tree adjacent to the chessboard area. He was confused and stopped walking. Wally, Kev, Alan and Hero noticed the guy walking as well it was already dark around with minimal lights far from them gab tried to rub his eyes and recognized the walking guy it was frank they all shouted frank frank come here hero finally realized frank stopped walking and turned to them no expression and all. Alan was confused as well, and asked if it really was Frank. Gab then realized something creepy and faced the guys. How can it be Frank when I'm wearing his only slippers? He mumbled nervously. They all looked at the guy that they were calling earlier and noticed. That the man continued walking and then suddenly disappeared behind the old tall coconut tree. The five guys collectively gasped, ran, and shouted loudly back into their cabin. When they reached the door of their cabin, Wally opened it only to find out that Frank was sleeping deeply with his headphones on. They woke him up slapped him softly and asked him if he was okay or if he walked outside. Frank, slowly rubbing his eyes open, said no, confusedly. The five guys got so scared that they decided to outrun each other, heading to our cabin, telling us what happened. I felt so scared, but actually not surprised, since I felt creepy around the area during the nighttime. It felt really strange and off. I've had my experiences the night before, but I was not sure if it was paranormal. I was the only one awake at that time. It was 2am and I could hear giggling around our cabin like little kids running around chasing each other. I also noticed dark silhouettes walking past our screen door. Though I personally dismissed it, trying to think of it as some other students still awake fooling around outside. But I wasn't able to sleep until 5am. I believe that place has ghosts and entities in it. As per the account of some of the students as well as my colleagues, you can easily tell if there's something creepy in a place just by the feelings it gives off. Story 2 This is by far the creepiest and spookiest experience I ever had. This happened at the school I went to in the Philippines. It was a Catholic school, but not that strict. describe where it happened my classroom at that time was at the end of the hallway located on the first floor also it was across our mini library where our librarian sat behind the door beside that library were bathrooms for boys and girls the girls bathroom is bigger about three cubicles inside of it the boys bathroom only had an entire bathroom without a cubicle. It was back in 2003. I was in the third grade. It happened during those summery time. It must have been around 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon because we had an ongoing class at that time. During that class, I excused myself to go to the bathroom. I walked across the hallway and reached the girls bathroom just a brief description of how the bathroom looks like when you enter a big dirty scratchy mirror it's on the wall and it will welcome you beneath this dirty mirror is a clogged and dirty sink besides the sink were the cubicles all three of them made of aluminum material the locks of the doors are all broken This is an important detail of the cubicle. So when I entered the bathroom, I was the only one in the area. No other students inside the boys bathroom or the other cubicles. All the doors of the cubicles were wide open. I'm the usual scaredy cat girl. So I went inside the first cubicle. Since the locks were broken, I just held the door while peeing, so if anyone tried to enter they'll know that I'm in there. As I was finishing my business, a sudden gush of wind entered the bathroom and I felt someone, a presence, enter the bathroom. I waited for that person to enter into one of the cubicles, but nothing happened. I was clueless and I did not think much of it, but I heard the faucet in the third cubicle open and water was flowing. I, without thinking too much, peeped below the cubicles. There was no one, no feet, no anything, just water flowing. I then freaked out and I tried. To fix my uniform as fast as I can. And then I tried to open the door, but it wouldn't budge. Now remember, the locks on the doors were broken, so applying just a little pressure should open the door. But it was not moving at this point. I was so hysterical that I began punching the door so hard that it had dents in it. I was screaming crying and i was very very scared i tried kicking the door but it just wouldn't budge i screamed louder and louder i kept screaming until my throat was getting sore then my teacher and the librarian must have heard me and quickly ran into the bathroom they then opened the door mind you without any force I was dumbfounded, and they asked me what happened, and I told them everything. They just stared at each other, gave me a pretend but worried laugh, and helped me get back to class. This, this was the scariest feeling I have ever felt, because I felt so helpless. I remember stories of other students seeing ghosts and such in that school. Rumor has it that this school was built over rice plains where salvaged bodies were usually thrown. So I guess that can explain it all, if it's true. 18 years have passed, and that memory is still clear as glass. I have a few scary stories in my lifetime, but nothing beats this one. I hope that never happens to me again. Story 3 I'm from the southern Philippine city of Davao, and since last July, strange things have been happening to me at my apartment one time, I woke up at around 12 midnight to go to the bathroom and I saw a girl, and either gray or white, sitting on the chair next to my bed. I turned away, but when I looked back, she was gone. The night after, I put some of my stuff on the chair, just in case something might happen. So when I woke up at roughly the same time, I didn't see anything, but I was shocked when I heard this girl's voice laughing behind me. Another time when I was going up the stairs, I heard someone calling me downstairs in a hushed tone. It sounded like a woman, but I was the only one in the house. I knew that because I was the only one that always came home first. To unlock the night latch and padlock. This continued for three days. Another time while I was laying down on the sofa downstairs. I saw this thing on the window being reflected by the TV. It was a girl's silhouette. This incident continues even to this day. And happens only at daytime. Another incident happened while I was running to open the gate of the compound for my father to get in. I saw this naked person by the wall of the apartment next door. When I look back, she disappeared. Since last August, whenever I take a bath, I see this female face with blurry eyes drawn in perfect details with watery lines. the inside of the mirrors whenever I wipe off the fog. This last incident happened when I went to the far northern city of Tagate to attend a National Youth Congress. I was alone, sitting at the stairs in front of the Development Academy of the Philippines also known as DAP souvenir shop at around 10 or 11 p.m. I saw this girl behind the glass wall behind me, wearing a wet white shirt with red sleeves and a pair of jeans. So I went back to taking pictures of the compound. When I took a picture of the dark flight of stairs next to the DAP shop, I saw this girl's silhouette on the stairs, exactly when the camera flashed. I ran to the hallway of the sleeping quarters near where I previously was. But when I sat down, leaning on the wall of my schoolmate's room, I saw the same girl I saw in the other parts of the building standing in front of the glass door at the end of the hallway that leads to the outside. Except this time, she covered herself with either a towel or a blanket. I took a picture of the door where I was and afterwards dashed into my schoolmates room. I told them all about it, but they didn't believe me. Of the 36 shots I took, only 28 were developed, all except the picture that I took of the girl. Story 4 This happened when I was working in Ortega's. The office was located in a 20 story building. Most of the building is occupied by our office. There are other offices and companies that are tenants on other floors, but the 18th floor was vacant during that time. Since I was working as a customer service representative, The office hours started from 8pm all the way up until 2 in the afternoon the next day. There were rumors that if you were alone in the elevators and it stops on the 18th floor, be ready for there will be a surprise. It was an infamous story that there was an old tenant who committed suicide on that floor since The building used to be a residential building. There was one time when I was alone in the elevator. Since our team is stationed on the 19th floor, my luck would have it, this would be my first time with the team, so it would also be my first time venturing onto the higher parts of the building. With my first two months, I was on the 4th and 12th floor. Anyways, I was excited since I'll be able to check out the facilities on the top floors. It was around 1 in the morning when I arrived in the lobby. And since my shift starts at 2, I was not in much of a hurry. I was alone in the elevator. And then I pressed the 20th floor. The cafeteria is located on the 20th floor. Since... I would like to have a good meal there first before going to work. I was alone and then suddenly the elevator stopped. When it opened, it was dark outside and that's when I noticed that it landed on the 18th floor. The door then closed and it got very cold inside the elevator and then The elevator buzzer went off and on the small monitor, it read overload. And then the door opens again, then closes. And just like that, the temperature returns to normal. The monitor was no longer saying overload and slowly the elevator went straight. the 20th floor it happened not only once but plenty of times especially when I was alone or with my friend who also feels them most of the time the elevator would just show that it's quote-unquote overloaded or you would just hear a cry in the midst of the darkness on the 18th floor My friend and I decided to get off on that dark 18th floor, this one time after a shift ended. Yes, there was an entity, a spirit, of a middle aged lady that seemed to be loitering around the place. It was a sight to see. Story 5 I was around 5 or 6 years old when I first encountered a wandering soul. It was afternoon, around 5 o'clock. I was tired and sweaty from playing. So when I got home, I quickly laid in a long wooden chair near the door. My head was in the direction of the door, so I couldn't see who was about to come in. I was staring at our ceiling while resting when I heard someone breathing so fast and coming nearer and nearer near the door. I didn't bother to have a look to know who he was because I was very tired. I just presumed it was my brother or my sister who got home. And like me they were probably tired from playing whoever it was stopped right at the door then it moved towards my left side his breathing became harder and harder like he was desperate to gasp for air then to my surprise he blows his breath straight into my ear it was a tingling sensation I felt the moist and warmth of his breath on my ear, so I quickly sat up. I was angry and was about to yell. Then, I realized there was no one by my side. I was alone in the house, and I saw that there was no one outside. I was puzzled. I mentioned this experience to my mom. And she just said that maybe it was a soul that was tired from their long journey to find the light. She said that I should have thrown some water outside the door so the soul can drink. I felt sorry for this soul. After a few years, it came back. And my opinion about this soul changed. My mom and I were watching TV when suddenly my older sister came rushing from upstairs. She was scared and could hardly speak when she told us what happened. She said that she was standing beside the bed when she heard someone breathing so fast, but she knew she was alone. She jumped up on the bed and when it came nearer and nearer to her, she became frightened and thought to jump down the stairs. She could have died as she jumped down because we have long stairs. We concluded that it was an evil soul trying to harm my sister. I was not scared, but rather I was furious with the soul. The third time that it came back, many years had passed already, and I was in college then. My father bought a CD disc from abroad, It was a cool disc because it contained a variety of sounds of people and animals. One night, my older sister and I decided to be a prank caller so we could use the CD to trick people. We were using a speakerphone and we were both laughing so hard when we heard the reaction on the other line. Don't get me wrong, we're not bad girls, we just love entertaining people. We didn't use any bad words, or make up a story that will annoy them. We just let them hear the funny noises and sounds. On one particular line, they were quite angry at us, and just hung up the phone. Then, we suddenly heard the fast breathing again. It lasted for a few minutes. And then, it stopped. We felt all of our hair stand on end. My sister and I both looked at each other and asked, Who was that? We just both said maybe it was from the other line. But I'm sure it was not coming from the other line because we heard it near our side. And I can tell the difference from the sound coming from the phone and the sound that you can hear just an inch away from you. This wandering soul removed the smile from me and my sister's face that night and put the joke on us. Thank you everyone for making it to the end of this episode. Again, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the channel. I look forward to seeing you at the next one. Thank you.